Tandem Nomads, episode 155. Nope, in this episode I will not talk about how to create your unique competitive advantage. Actually, in a way, I will. Instead of worrying about your competition, let's see how you can develop the right mindset and grow your confidence with the way you approach your competition. Hello Nomad Nation, welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. I want to talk today about something that I know a lot of my clients, my you listeners, but also myself as I grew in my business had to deal with and sometimes still need to deal with is the fear of competition and that feeling of insecurity when we see another person doing something similar than what we do. And I do believe that this is one of the major barriers sometimes to growing in your business is to focus too much on your competition. However, there's a smart way to do it and we'll talk about how to do that. But before I share with you some tips about these topics, I want you to think about why you are worried about your competition. So there are three ways people tend to get sidetracked because of the way they deal with competition or perceive their competition. So my question to you is, what are you afraid of most? Are you afraid of people copying you? Are you afraid of other people thinking you are copying them? Or are you afraid that your competition simply takes away your clients? Which case is you? So I'd love to hear about your feedback. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 155 and right there, let's talk about this together. In order to do that, I invite you to join the Tandem Nomads Facebook group so that we can have this conversation together and you will find the link at the end of this page, tandemnomads.com slash 155. So what are you most afraid of? That people copy you? That people think you copy them? or that your competition steals your clients. And if there's something else, let us know. I'd love to hear that. So no matter what case you are in, here's the problem with this. The more you worry about your competition, the more likely you will fail. You know why? Because instead of focusing on making an impact on your clients, you are basing your decisions on someone else's business and client base. So this is the worst thing you can do for yourself and for your clients. Because you're going to be completely sidetracked, distracted from doing the right thing for your business to grow. Instead of worrying of how can somebody else harm your business, when you're probably the one harming it by being too focused on what other people do. So before I share with you some tips, I just want to share with you this big message. The main thing here is to truly believe in the law of abundance. 
that there is a space in this world for every single person. And the second thing is, don't let your ego be on your way to success. Because I know that's the second thing they see a lot of people struggling with. A lot of the decisions they make are based on ego instead of what's really relevant and effective for your business and your clients. So keep this in mind, Nomad Nation. Believe in the law of abundance and don't let your ego on the way. Because if you do, you will fail. So I'm going to share with you now some tips about how to deal with that, because I know that it's one thing to believe in it. It's another thing to actually implement it and be able to live it on a day-to-day basis. So I want to share a bit more with you here. Hopefully that will help you really embrace your competition and not be afraid of it. And most importantly, not let it distract you on your path. So let's talk real briefly about the fear of people copying you. And I see a lot of this happening, especially when people start a business and they need to start doing surveys and start to talk about their business ideas. And they don't feel like they want to talk about it because they're afraid that somebody steals their idea. I can understand that. However, you need to know something. Unless you can protect your idea with an IP... Your idea is not unique. And the only thing that will make it unique is you and the way you execute it. So ideas on their own are worth nothing. What is worth it is its execution. And for you to be able to execute your idea and make sure that it's viable and that it works, you are going to have to start talking about it around you and start validating your business idea before you got you get into the stage where you start investing in so many aspects to develop your business and then realize too late that it is not viable. So don't do that mistake, Nomad Nation. Please don't do that mistake of not talking about your business idea and not testing it before you bring it to reality. Now, let's say that Something that is constantly in your mind as you develop your business, but also learn about your business and try to grow in your skills and in your field, you might sometimes not do certain things or and not take certain actions because you're afraid that your competition thinks that you are copying them and that you think that they might really resent you for that. So this is another thing I've seen a lot and I really appreciate when I see my clients and and people I meet in general who worry about that. I find that so genuine that you actually care about that because it really proves that you have good intentions. However, this is going also to send you to the failing box. So be careful, Nomad Nation, to not be in that point where you don't do anything because you think you're worried about your competition thinking that you're copying them, especially if you know them personally. So here, the first thing, you need to stop trying to please people, be it your competition or anybody. That mentality will not get you anywhere you need to know what you're standing for what you want to achieve and when you want to go and you cannot let what people think about you 
affect you. So here, I want to send you to an episode where we talked um, about the imposter syndrome. So I brought a great psychologist, her name is Melissa Parks, and she gave you some tips about how to deal with the imposter syndrome. And I do think that the imposter syndrome and competition are two topics that really go hand in hand. So make sure to tune in that episode and I will put the link in the show notes of this one. So again, go to tandemnomads.com slash 155 and in the list of resources, I will put it right there. So first of all, you need to really embrace the fact that you cannot worry too much about what people think about you. And you need to apply the same rules as the first question that I mentioned, or saying a business idea is not unique unless it has an IP. So make sure to embrace that as well on the other side. If somebody has an idea and you find a way to make it better, then do it. Make sure to do it because there's no reason for you to not bring to the world something that you know how to do better and can help other people to do. But sometimes not even better. Sometimes it's differently. And we'll talk about this later. It's not because something works for one person that it's going to work for another one. So think about that as well. It's not just about you being better than your competition. It's about you being different. So as long as you focus on how different you can be, that's what's going to lead you to attracting the right people in your business, but also not care so much about your competition, thinking that you're copying them because deep inside you are a different person and you will, your business will ultimately be a different thing. Actually, on a marketing perspective, I want to also send you to another episode where I share with you how to do a market research and also how to know what where you can make a difference with your product or service so check that out as well in the show notes of this episode because there is a way for you to understand how you can be different even with the same business idea and that basically is about really understanding what has worked for the clients of your competition and what has not worked and it's on the things that do not work, that's where you want to position yourself and make a difference. So that's more on a strategic base, how you can really differentiate yourself. But in any case, don't ever not do something just because you're worried that people think you're copying them. All right? Now let's talk about like the fear that people might steal your clients. And here... I have many messages I want to share with you that work for this category, but also for all the others. The first thing is, truthfully, it can sound very basic, but you need to embrace competition. And by that, I mean, you actually need to be grateful that you have a competition. Because if there is a competition, it means that other people have walked the walk before you to actually validate if there's a need for that business idea. So I hope that you, first of all, are embracing competition, but also looking for it. If you're in a market where there's no competition, I would seriously be worried. It means that your business idea is not viable. It's very rare that somebody comes up with an idea that nobody thought about. The point here is to see how you can be different. I'm going to give you the example of taxi, being a taxi driver. Obviously, it has been a business that existed for 
decades even more. I've never done the research, but the taxi business has always existed. And there is one day a company called Uber that came up with an innovation that disrupted the taxi industry. But that did not reinvent the need of transportation. They just reinvented the way we get it. So think about this example when you think about your competition, how you can be different. But you need to be really grateful that there is competition out there because it means that the need is existing. But also when I talk about embracing competition, competition is something extremely healthy for your own growth and success. It's actually something that is very well illustrated in the sports industry where it is encouraged to be competitive, but also to have a team mindset. So I have a great uh, TEDx video that I will link to the show notes of this episode where uh, we talk about competition and also how it works in the sports industry. But for example, some people who run marathons have what is called pacers. It's other runners who are going to be running next to them or close to them to make them stay on the pace so that they don't lose track of the speed and stay focused because they see that somebody else is running next to them at the same pace or even faster. So think about that when you are feeling like you wish you had no competition. You actually need competition and a healthy competition for you to stay motivated and engaged. So you absolutely need to embrace your competition that way. And I want to give you some more here related to embracing your competition. There's two ways, first of all, you want to do it. I actually want you to take the habit to congratulate your competition, to build a relationship, a real, true, authentic uh, relationship with your competition. It doesn't mean that you have to share trade secrets. It doesn't have that to mean that you have to uh, say everything to your competitor about your business and vice versa or try to know everything about them. But it is so much healthier to have next to you people you look up to and that you admire in your industry to keep you inspired and to keep you growing. So even if you have competitors, try to have them as your friends rather than your enemies. Actually, you might know this saying that says, keep your enemies as close as your friends or even closer. So I hear I don't want you to think about them as your enemies, but still, you want to build a relationship with your competition. And there are areas where you might want to actually exchange information that have nothing to do with your uh, competitiveness, your prices, your clients, but probably your industry on things you might need to change for both of you to do better business. For example, reg regulations and etc. And that is why most industries have their own associations where competitors get together around a table and discuss how business is going in their industry. So think about that. You don't have to be part of a club, although if you find one, I would recommend you to join it. But if you don't want to or don't have that, be closer to your competitors so that you can also grow together and support each other, even if it has nothing to do directly with the revenues and the sales that you make. So on top of embracing by congratulating, supporting, building a relationship, 
Maybe in certain cases, you can even collaborate. Sometimes what appears to be a direct competition is in fact not so much of a competition. You might be in the same field as another person, but you might also have a very different competences and different unique value propositions that can be very complementary. And there you have potential for growth. I just want to share with you my example with a a friend of mine who became a friend, interestingly enough. You might have heard of Sunday Schneider Bin, with whom I work very closely. She's a solution-oriented coach and an interculturalist. She's amazing and um, she has the same target audience as I do, which is expat spouses, and she helps them reinvent themselves. And obviously, the first site would definitely make her look or make me look as competition to each other. But we have gone into this path of getting to know each other and learning about our approaches, about how we do our work. Turns out we do things very differently. And more importantly and more interestingly, we are so complementary, which led us to work together in building a program that you might have heard of that's called the Business Idea Accelerator, which is an online course designed to help expats and expat partners and global nomads in general find the right business idea for them and test it before they launch. So Sunday brought all her aspects about confidence, how people get unstuck. And um, and one thing where we overlapped is the mindset. We both are very strong on having and helping people get the right mindset. But then while she helps people get unstuck, my expertise is in a marketing aspect. So we really could really work together to build this program in order to help people and bring them the best of the best in one platform instead of competing with each other. So think about it in your case. And also, again here, don't let your ego on the way because that is going to really slow you down. I want just to make a side note here. I talked before about the importance to embrace a competition and to also uh, build a relationship and um, and be authentic, etc. But here is another point that I did not mention before about being afraid that people copy you. So I actually want to share with you another example that happened to me um, and how I dealt with it. So... I did not deal with it very well at the beginning, but I'm going to put put the stage here. I had two examples where people try to copy me. Actually, I have many examples where people try to copy me, but I have two instances that I remember really well. I have noticed once that a person had copied word for word my motto, which is... Um, you know, from global from expat spouse to global entrepreneurs. So that's one of the taglines on my website. Also, I have a, a, a tagline that I use in the podcast that says turning challenges into opportunities. So in two cases, on one, it was online and one, it was at an event. I saw two different people actually using exactly my words and knowing exactly that they knew where it came from. So it was very interesting that well, the first time that I saw a person copy word for word um, my copywriting on the website, I was enraged. I was so angry and I, I was ready to email this person and burst at them. And, and also even I was considering 
mentioning the possibility to sue them if they don't take them out. Because that's not okay. That is my work. I work hard to find the right wordings. And even if I didn't work hard, it is my website. And why would you copy it, right? This is not okay. But one thing I decided to do is to not take action while I'm angry. So if that happens to you, don't do that. Don't let your ego, your anger, your emotions lead your actions. Because that will probably lead to some more issues and troubles and problems. And here, karma is that this person couldn't last very long. Obviously, you just want to also believe in the universe. Because if somebody really intentionally tries to copy you, that just means that they don't have what it takes to succeed. And that's exactly what helped me just pause and just take a distance with the anger I felt. It's like, if this person needs to copy me, I actually feel sorry for this person. Because it means that she doesn't have what it needs or he doesn't have what it needs to really to really succeed on their own. So, and funny enough, as I said, a few months later, this website was out. The URL wasn't even existing. Uh, I don't know what happened with this person, actually. I have no more idea what happened to this person. And another person also happened to copy exactly what I was saying at a public event and I was enraged again. I was like, how can this person use my words to explain what he or she does? So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to this person and just, ah. Uh. I remember getting even, going to some friends and saying, this is not okay. I need to do something about that. And then when I observed my behavior, I was like, what's wrong with you? So I really had to go to the bathroom and freshen up and say, it's enough. Like, calm down. Um, first of all, maybe it was genuine. Maybe it was not a copy. But honestly, I don't doubt that. But this, once I calmed down, I thought about it again. It is the second time it happens. And this person might not need what it takes to succeed. And here, what I did was to reach out to this person and instead of telling, why do you copy me, is encouraging her and saying, hey, you're just starting at this, what can I do to help? And I can tell you, it makes you feel much better to be in a position where you can help than where you are angry. And I do really believe that if you really want to succeed in this world, you need to put that those emotions of anger, jealousy, ego on the side and almost have a bit of a dilemma approach to this and believe in the universe that if you want to really um, be strong in your industry, you need to be in a position where you have empathy, compassion and try to support each other even if it's your competition. And so I just want you to think about that. What can you do to help and yeah, I can tell you that can really surprise the other person and that can lead to so much respect that they will never try to copy you again. And that's exactly what happened. So I hope I made my point about the mindset you need to get about being afraid to about competition being 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 copied, but also having your competition steal your clients by copying what you say and how you sell. Now I want to share a bit more about a couple of more thoughts that can also help you. And I hope this one will really um, make, make it through your mind and, and you can embrace it. 
at the end of that day, you should not be competing with your competitors. You should be competing with yourself. Because what matters is not how fast you grow compared to your competitors. It is how fast you grow and how much you grow. It's not so much about speed also, but how much you grow compared to a few months before, a few years before. You always want to compare yourself to yourself, not to anybody else. So as long as you can really see that you're progressing, that you're growing, that you're learning, that your income is increasing, that your relationships are getting stronger, that your brand is getting more powerful, and most importantly, that you keep making more impact, that is what matters. It's not so much how much it is compared to other people. And that mindset will make such a shift for you with the way you deal with competition. Okay, now that I made this point and I really, really hope that you embrace it strongly, I can maybe give you a couple more tips about how to beat your competition. <laughs> All right, so like I said before, being competitive can be healthy, but also being competitive can be smart and you want to do it in a smart way. And in order to be a good competitor and be successful at being different from your competition, you need to understand one thing. Sometimes being different, it's not about competing on the features, the services or the prices. It is about developing your own own unique voice and your own unique brand. I love this quote from Oscar Wilde who says, be yourself because everybody else is taken. So when you try to really grow your business and still be competitive in your market, make sure that you're really aware about your voice, who you are and who you want to be in this space instead of comparing the features, the prices, the services that you offer with your competition. Because there's one thing your competition cannot do is be you. So make sure to really embrace who you are. Embrace your power. Embrace your voice. Embrace your message. Embrace the unique impact only you can make. And a final thing about being competitive. Well, not everybody is the right client for you. So by embracing competition, you're also just understanding that you might not want to have all the clients out there because some clients are just going, up, going to be a pain in your business because they're not the right fit for you and you're not the right fit for them even if you are offering the same service as somebody else. Especially, for example, for those of you who are doing coaching, this is a typical type of business where even if you have competitors, not every coach can fit to everyone. You need to find the people who really can align with your personality, your style, your universe, your branding, your story. So make sure to also realize that it's okay if some people don't go with you and you actually don't want them to come with you because they, you won't be able to provide results for them because simply you're not the right person for them. But also they're not the right people for you because they are going to be the people who will slow your growth if they're not the right fit for you. 
So embrace that as well to be confident with your competition. So I'll share here with you different tips that I really wanted to make a point about. And I just want to end with an overall mindset that I would like you to adopt. Based on these tips, I still want to share with you three main messages. The first one is keep watching your competition. That's okay because you're in business. You need to know what's happening in your industry. But here you want to use it as a source of inspiration, but not a source of copying. It is a source of getting inspired. It is a source of growing. It's a source of understanding what are the trends in your industry. But don't do it to compare it to yourself. And don't do it in a way that it makes you feel down. All right. So keep watching, but just embrace everything else I shared here today so that you can really, really embrace, but also watch what others are doing without feeling it's personal without feeling it's attacking you personally and there again you're going to have to get rid of your ego try to watch your competition as a third person who has nothing to do with what you do but yet interesting enough that you get to learn from other people's growth without copying them all right that's the first big message i want to share with you the second, which is exactly the opposite, is stop watching your competition. At some point, you need to go and get stuff done. I'm trying to be polite here. <laughs> but you need to get work done and you have to focus on yourself. If you keep watching on your social media, on the newsletters and on the market, what other people are doing, it's going to distract you. So when you know that you need to be focused and to get things done, I want you to stop looking at any competition and for example you know that on Facebook or any social media you can actually make somebody's post not show up anymore in your feeds you can find that out in YouTube how to do it but make sure to unsubscribe from any newsletter that describes you from competition social media stop watching and focus on what you have to do because if you are focusing too much on your competition, you're actually giving them power. You're giving them the power to rule how you're running your business instead of figuring out what works for you. So stop watching your competition. And one more thing about stopping watching your competition, what you actually have to keep watching and keep focusing on is not your competition. It's your customers. You should keep watching and listening to your customers more intensively than your competition. I hope, Nomad Nation, that you're spending as much time, energy and focus on really watching your clients and your audience and listening to their needs, building relationship with them, caring for them, than the time that you're spending and worrying about what other people do. Because again, that's going to slow you down if you're not focused on watching your customers rather than competition. Final point before we end, and this is about, again, how to be yourself and how to really be competitive in your market without having to watch your competition. You know what it is? It is knowing your big why. If you know your big why, you will be able to be different by 
default. Because your big why cannot be the big why of somebody else. You are your own unique person. So figure out what is that unique thing in you that's beyond just the revenue in your business. What is your big vision? What is your big mission statement that is going to be helping you grow in business beyond the features of your product or your services? What is that big vision where you want to take your company and your business on a broad perspective, more than just on the transactional perspective. I will give you my example, but before I will share with you one resource that I find amazing, which is the book called Start With Why from Simon Sinek. And you absolutely want to read that book. It will really help you understand your big why. There's a lot of books on that, but this one is one that I particularly recommend. So make sure to check it out. Start With Why. So when I started the podcast show Tandem Nomads, I worked on my own vision and mission statement before I even thought about what I would put in this podcast show. And among a lot of things that I really wanted to do on top of empowering expat spouses and helping them really build their own source of fulfillment and their own uh, source of revenue, I was like, this, honestly, I can see it happening pretty soon. But the bigger mission that I saw that was much more difficult and almost impossible was to build a world with no borders. Because at the end of the day, that's the bigger barrier that we all struggle with, be it expat spouses, global nomads, or just simple individuals who live in a country and might want to have opportunities somewhere else. And in that I'm also thinking about immigrants. I'm also thinking about refugees who are victims of so many wars and natural disasters. Our world is going in a direction that's sometimes very scary. And having a world that is based on borders, it's really hard to be relevant nowadays because the systems and the way regulations are working are not fitting to the humanity and the human situation we're living in today. So that is the one big thing that I worked on in my mission statement. That is the one big value that I wanted to keep in mind as I grow my business, which allows me and any business who thinks that way to be able to grow and shift the business while still having a direction and not feel lost. So I knew that I had, for example, a lot of competition in the space of expat spouses, and I do focus on that niche But I know that the more I grow, as long as I keep that big vision ahead of me, that's what will lead me, no matter how I will make revenue out of it. So I want you to think about that. What is that big vision that's very, very pragmatic and but still feels unattainable and difficult to reach? Because that's going to lead you in being different in your market. In my example, this vision that I shared with you I've expressed it by being very, very outspoken about regulations. And there's something that I do that's outside of the monetary aspect of Tandem Nomads, which is advocacy for better regulations. I speak to presidents, I speak to ministers, I speak to deputies, legislators, and I also promote amazing initiatives that help build a world that is more suitable for people like us today. And this is why I have this episode that's coming up very soon with the representatives of the government of Estonia who have understood this need about a world that's more integrated. So I can't wait to share that episode with you in the episode 158. 
Oh my God, I can't wait. So these are the kind of things that also keep me excited. I'm excited. It's not just about business. It's about that bigger vision. How can we empower people and, and global citizens? So you see, I'm just going crazy right now. <laughs> I could talk about it for hours. But you see, I just want to see that passion for you. What is the one thing you can talk about for hours that will keep you running and fired up no matter who's doing the same business as you? Keep that in mind, Nomad Nation. Don't ever lose that fire in you. And if you don't have it, find it. Focus on finding that fire. And don't try to find it by thinking too much. Find it by doing. Take one step after the other, one action after the other. And you'll see by doing, the answers will be released to you. And you will discover so many things about you and your what interests you. So be true to yourself, Nomad Nation. And define your big why in order to be different and competitive in your market and ultimately not care anymore what others are doing because it doesn't matter. And if others are doing similar things as you, it's just more power for all of you to reach that same vision. All right. I hope that this episode really helps you from now on not care anymore about what your competition is doing. And if you do, you will do it more smartly. That's what I would like for you. So I want to know how this episode has helped you. And I also want to learn more about your experience. So let me know in the comment section of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 155. I have a question for you and I'd like you to answer. What are you the most afraid of? And what is going to help you deal with it? So as mentioned, in the show notes of this episode, there's a link to Tandem Nomads Facebook group. Come join us and answer that question for us. What are you the most afraid of regarding competition? And what is going to help you deal with it? with it i cannot wait to exchange with you because this is such an interesting topic i want to know how you experience this and i want to also keep in touch with you so i hope to meet you into tandem nomads podcast uh, tandem nomads facebook group where you can keep exchanging together about this also, I have one favor to ask you if you can make sure that you, whatever app you use to listen to this podcast, please um, press in the button subscribe to make sure that you automatically receive my next episode because I know that's been some technical issues of episodes coming up into people's apps. You need to um, press the button subscribe and you will be then able automatically to receive all new episodes. And there's some great one coming up very soon, especially the one with Estonia that I'm really Really looking forward to share with you oh my god this is going to be such an exciting year because we're having so many exciting developments happening so i really hope that we will meet in the tandem nomad facebook group and exchange about this topic i want to hear what you think and i hope nomad nation that you will never let any competition or anybody else make you feel like you cannot achieve and do what you are set to do in this world so I'm ending this episode by inviting you to turn your challenges into great opportunities and I will meet you in the next episode.